Welcome to IREN Radio. Coming up, a 50th marathon after recovering from a heart illness. Personally, I know a lot of people uh, around town have done the same thing I have and more. Um, but for me, I think it's important because of all the things I've faced over the last you know, few years. And um, on one hand, it's great because I can continue to do it my age and uh, while well, I've had these events. But at the same time, I think it's healthy to be able to you know, live that type of lifestyle and continue to do it. But, you know, you got to slow it down a bit and and take and take the advice of people you know, around you and make sure that you stick to that. A runner shares her favorite event every year. Of course, you always get emotional at the end of the race. And, and uh, you come in off the street and you go right on the track. And that's when you start to hear the music and the people and you're just bouncing on this track. And, uh, yeah, the finish line is right there. And going on the road with your friends. It's an interesting combination of women. It's interesting because we all come from different backgrounds. And I actually had one person say to me at one point, you know, knowing each of you individually in any other context, I can't imagine you would all be friends. But what's happened is the running has brought us together and... uh, you know, we've turned into this group which extends beyond running. We do all sorts of things together, and it's so nice. On this edition of I Run Radio, we'll talk to Ottawa marathoner and triathlete Dave McClintock, who recently recovered from a heart ailment to run his 50th marathon. We've been asking runners about their favorite events, and we have a couple of stories to share with you this week. We'll also talk about how running brings people together. Let's get things started now with the editor and general manager of iRun, Ben Kaplan. Hello, Ben. Hey there. How are you? I'm feeling great. Thank you. It's been a good week, and uh, it's been a good year. You know, I think we're getting to the point where we can start saying that now. We're down to the final few weeks of 2019, and uh, just earlier this week, we had the annual general meeting for Run Ottawa and Ottawa Race Weekend. I'm a member of the board of directors of, of Run Ottawa, and a huge group of people. You know, I've been on the board of all kinds of different uh, community organizations in Ottawa, and normally when you have your annual general meeting, it's not like, oh, wow, this is exciting. Can't wait to get to the annual general meeting, right? Uh, it's not exactly uh, a gate-crashing kind of event. But there was, you know, there were 100 people there from the running community yeah. in Ottawa. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, that's probably the only time you'd ever get those people sitting down for an hour, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. this great yeah. group of runners, really fit people. Uh, there were people there getting awards based on points they'd earned at running events through the year, uh, people who had volunteered at our, our events. And, you know, it was just great to connect with everybody and hear how their year was, what races they did see everybody in their t-shirts from the different events that they did. I thought of you because there was a guy wearing an Erie Marathon shirt, and I know you did that mm-hmm, race this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. nice to be in the, you know, absorbed in the running community earlier this week. Lots of fun, and, and to kind of look back on a successful year for so many runners. Yeah, no, and it's an exciting time for sure, and, uh, you know, that's just great. And I know you guys in particular with uh, Ian coming on board yeah. as the new race director and everything. So there's a lot of energy, a lot of buzz building around uh, things that are happening in Ottawa with the marathon. And, 
and beyond. Yeah. You know, it was a great, uh, it was a great year, and it's a good time. So and you know what's crazy? I, I'm always hmm. amazed at how quickly the time goes by because uh, you know it, it. You you finish Ottawa Race Weekend, or if you're involved in another event like like Scotiabank Toronto Waterfront Marathon, you know you that you kind of think of your year in terms of that annual cycle leading up to that event. And it's, you know, here we are at the end of November, and we are closer to the next edition of Ottawa Race Weekend than the last one, right? Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's less than six months away, and and the last one is more than six months away, barely. But, you know, we're kind of like halfway through the annual cycle to Ottawa Race Weekend again. So get ready for that. And before you know it, the holidays are going to be over, and then everybody's going to start training. You know, there's... Well, I feel like my... I still kind of feel like my kids just went back to school. <laughs> you know, yeah, the sure. time from when they went to school to right now to now the holiday, uh, you know, it's 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 just, I mean, it's funny that you say the Erie Marathon like that because that really was, I mean, that's one of the great things about running and racing because it gives you another date, like something to look forward to. You train up to a period and then you participate, you know, and you do that on that day. That there's actual, just something to do to sort of differentiate yeah. time. Sure. You know? Yeah, because you get to our age. I'm a little bit older than you, of course, but you get to our age, and uh, you know, the years are all the same, right? Your kids get yeah, older, yeah, but right. you, you know, you're you're kind of in limbo, right? <laughs> so, a little, yeah, a it's, a, it's yeah. a nice way to mark the time for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now we have a couple of guests on the show this week that you connected me with because they reached out to you when you made an appeal. Uh, for your best of issue that you've got coming up in IRUN, uh, people who reached out to you and shared stories from their experiences this year. Yeah, it's a fun time. I mean, what we're doing, other than me and our editors saying these are our choices for the best stuff, you know, I like to put it out wide to the community at large. And rather than me tell them, it's like, hey, you guys tell me, you know, what was your favorite race? Yeah. Who do you like? Who do you feeling your best who are you rooting for what was your favorite gadget of the year you know this sort of stuff and then you begin to form a consensus too when 20 people talk about asics it's like huh maybe asics really did something neat with their sneakers this year but uh it's good and we've got this great community thank god for social media although i never thought a sentence like that would come out of my mouth but (laughs) social media does bring us together and it does get more voices involved and i you know i like to crowdsource as much stuff as possible and uh so that's wonderful that they connected and they're on the show yeah i'm glad you mentioned that about social media because social media gets a bad rap it's about who you follow it's about yeah. the conversations you have like anything right um yeah, you know right. you can belong to a club where everybody's a jerk or you can belong to a club where everybody's nice to each other and the running yeah. community is incredibly kind and supportive and yeah. if you go on social media and you join Facebook groups or you follow people on Twitter or Instagram who are talking about their running and sharing stories, you're not going to get people writing to you saying you're an idiot or you're a jerk. You know, <laughs> if yeah, you go on, yeah. if you go on to social yeah. media and you follow a whole bunch of yeah. people with political opinions, that's what you're going to yeah. get. Trust me. Yeah. But if yeah. you go out there and you're following runners, that's not what you're yeah. going to get. So that's a yeah. valuable lesson. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, it's great. Good stuff, Ben. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. I appreciate it, my friend. That's Ben Kaplan, IRUN's editor and general manager. Coming up next, recovering from a heart ailment to complete a 50th marathon. This winter, participate in the biggest winter multi-sport event in the world, solo or in a team relay. 
complete on a continuous basis the five disciplines of the pentathlon. Cycling, running, Nordic skiing, skating, and snowshoeing. Choose between 17 different challenges. There's one for you. The Pentathlon des Neiges of Quebec, presented by MEC from February 22nd to March 1st on the Plains of Abraham in Quebec City. Be part of it. Welcome back to I Run Radio. I Run Radio is on the air every Sunday morning on 1310 News in Ottawa. And you can also listen to the podcast and check out past editions of the show at irun.ca. Just click on radio. Dave McClintock is a runner and triathlete in Ottawa. After recovering from a heart ailment recently, he started running again, and he just completed his 50th marathon. Dave, great to talk to you. Welcome to I Run Radio. Well, thanks for having me, Mark. And congratulations on marathon number 50. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a, it was quite a day. Um, had a really great day for the weather and my you know my family was there my wife and daughter from vancouver came and uh, we had a really good day together yeah and they had a sign for you right to mark the occasion uh, well that was that was a surprise i guess when i got up and uh, left uh, you know, left the hotel room they were busy doing a bunch of things and um and we managed to uh, scoop a couple of uh, a finish line vip passes uh, and they were uh, right near the finish line, and uh, they had spent the day building the sign for me. And uh, so, so when I crossed or when I approached the um, the finish line, and I knew where to look for them, uh, you know, they had to sign, and they've been waiting for about an hour for me. And uh, yeah, it was quite a surprise. Well, that's really nice. So, do you remember marathon number one, Dave? I absolutely will never forget marathon number one. I think you and I may have had a chat about that a few years back when you were doing your book uh but i will never ever forget that day yeah tell me about it uh 1984 i just turned 30 i had a big thing occurred in my life i was one of the last cuts for the 84 olympic team for los angeles for water polo um you know i was it was a close call i i thought i should have made the team i didn't make the team um and I was coaching uh, water polo at uh, at um, at the university here at Carleton, and we had had a tournament in the fall at York University. And I had planned to do something, you know, special. You know, during the summer, I wasn't sure what I was going to do in sport anymore. And some friends of mine said, "You know, why don't you run a marathon?" And so I had signed up for the Toronto Marathon. I was already at York University. Uh, the team went home on the Saturday after the tournament. I stayed over. I showed up on the you know the starting line. I'd never run a marathon, never really run. I jogged as part of my training for water polo. But I showed up. I didn't know anything about nutrition, really, about running, about drinking, you know, any of that. I just brute force. And, um, uh, you know, those days, the, you know, the run, uh, the final leg was down Bloor Street, and you finished at, um, at Varsity Stadium. And I do one lap of the track, and I remember vividly lying on my back looking at the sky after finished, completely dehydrated, completely spent. Uh, did a 316. Wow. Didn't eat, didn't, didn't drink, and I said to myself, never again. That is it. <laughs> never, ever again will I run a marathon. Yeah, you were wrong on that one, apparently. <laughs> I think, I think. 
You're, 49 times I was wrong, yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> way off. <laughs> way off, hey. Um So uh, how did it come to occupy this place in your life where you where you kept doing them over the years? Well, to be honest with you, I I I did them for for training purposes for a triathlon. Right. So I took up triathlon. My friends who had got me to run the marathon said you should take up this sport called, you know, a triathlon. I said, well, what's that? And uh, they told me, and I, people that know me, um, you know, I go into things uh, full hog and uh, bought a bike, started cycling. Um, swimming was pretty down pat. Um, and then running. And uh, so I concluded that if I was going to do prize, if I did a two-day Rita Lakes bike tour with the Bicycle Club, and I did a marathon early in the season, I'm set up to do whatever I want during the summertime. So that's when I started to run. And so I did I did the marathon here in Ottawa each year. I did the Rio Lakes for many, many years, and I raced all summer in tries and uh, and did well. So that's that's the main reason why I started running. Yeah. And despite the fact that you've done all of that and kept yourself in shape, you you still encountered some heart health challenges uh, in the last little while, right? Tell us about that. Yeah. So in uh, in the fall of 2014, I was uh, training for Boston, and uh, I guess it was in November. I was going for some runs, and every run I would have about 15 minutes of discomfort in my chest. Uh, then it would go away. And I thought maybe it was something I ate the night before or something. Anyways, it continued on for many, many weeks. Finally, at the end of November, I went to see a doctor about it, sent me for a couple of stress tests. Both came back positive. I had a 95% blockage in a major artery. Uh, no heart attack, no no damage, uh, but I got a stented in December 11th, I think it was. And um, they all said, uh, you dodged a, a major you know, major heart event for sure. So you were lucky. And the only reason why you didn't was, as you said, Mark, you know, your body and you know, something was up. So you jumped on it. Yeah. So, so from that point on, I, you know, I slowed down a little bit. The doctors are mixed opinions after you have that type of thing. And, you know, some of them, you know, say to continue on, if you've done marathons all your life to continue, but slow down, you know, and the other half, of the uh, of the specialists don't want you to do more than half, but I took I took the former you know, rather than the latter, and I've been you know I've I've been doing them since, but you know I slowed down a bit. I've taken it easier, and I think age has something to do with that. Plus the medications that you're on now, so now I have lots of excuses not to run fast, but I still do them. <laughs> Good yeah. for you. But then more recently, uh, uh, this year, is it you that you suffered a heart attack? Yeah, and I'm very, you know, I'm I'm not very pleased with myself because, you know, I I I I do take care of myself. I listen to myself and my body and something happened. So in January this year I was in Vancouver, um and I ran in Kitsilano. My daughter was at work as there to see her and uh and I uh went for a run one afternoon and I felt the same discomfort I did, you know, 5 years ago. And when I got back, I jumped all over it, had a stress test, but this time it came back negative. So we all concluded that it must be something related to gastro or something. Um, so I continued to run lightly, but I still had the chest problems. And But this time it was a little bit 
strange because it was in the morning that I encountered things getting out of bed, which prior it was when I went for a run only. Anyway, long story short, on family day, I was going to go see the doctor to get to the bottom of it, and I had uh, very bad um, chest discomfort in the middle of the night. I got uh, rushed to the Civic Hospital, um, and indeed, I was having a mild uh, event. I was having a heart attack, mild as it was, um, and uh, I was there for a week, and I had, it turned out I had a blockage in a minor artery, so I found out when I got there the first day on the Monday that uh, although nuclear stress tests are fantastic to, to determine things like this, they don't always catch things in minor arteries, just major ones. So mm. lesson learned, yeah. although I was doing all the right things, I, I missed something. And uh, luckily there was no damage and I continued on and I, I ran in Ottawa in May and, uh, and I just got back from New York. Yeah, and and I think there's a couple of lessons in there, and I know there are going to be some people who will say, well, uh, you know, is is running dangerous, those kinds of things. But you you un- you were able to listen to your body. You knew when something was wrong, and uh, and you probably were healthier all these years because you were a runner and a triathlete, right? I think I think I think you're absolutely right. I think that's when you talk to the doctors. They all want you to continue. In fact, in the paper this morning, I read, you know, about getting, you know, getting into working out again. People, you know, you know, it's never too late to start. And for all those reasons, it, it's never going to hurt you. Um, but the, you know, the key message is, is training each day is important. Um, and, you know, for me, you know, it's the cause of why I've done all the things I've done in my life is because I had a regime. I listened to my body. I, you know, I trained at a very good level, you know, for many years for water polo, then into, you know, running and tries and so forth. And you got to listen to your body. And I think you and I have a, you know, close friend that has finally took our, you know, took our advice and went to the doctor. And indeed, he, he, he now is addressing something. Yeah, but he felt the same thing. You know, he felt something going on, and finally he went to the doctor. And I'm glad he did. And and I think it's important that you listen to your doctors and you listen to yourself and and you you know you don't stop but you you know it's important that you continue to do the things that the doctors tell you you can do and keep it within those limits. So what did it mean to you given everything you've been through um and and how long you've been at this what did it mean to you to complete marathon number 50 and to do it in New York City which is a, a great event of course. Fantastic. Well, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's great. I, I think, I think, you know, the reasons that I've had the heart issues are really related to what's in my genes already from my mother and cholesterol issues that I, you know, that I'm managing now, like many people are. And to still be able to do things like that is great. And I, and I think some people around me think, but that's, that's it now. And I, you know, unfortunately, I, had to break it to them that I'm going to continue <laughs> and we'll see how long it goes. Um, but to have 50, personally, I know a lot of people uh, around town have done the same thing I have and more. Um, but for me, I think it's important because of all the things I faced over the last you know, few years. And um, on one hand, it's great because I can continue to do it my age and uh, while I've had these events. But at the same time, I think it's healthy to be able to you know, live that type of lifestyle and continue to do it. But, you know, you got to slow it down a bit and, and take 
and take the advice of people you know, around you and make sure that you stick to that. But I don't think there's any reason to stop unless something else happens that I can't predict right now. But doing 50 to bring that all down to 50 and running through the streets of New York, as you've done, Mark, there's, you know, you know besides Boston, you know, there's no other place to run. You know, it's just fantastic. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, it's a very inspiring story, Dave, and you've uh, you've kept at it for a long time, not just the marathons, but the triathlons as well. And um, uh, and it's great for you to hit this milestone, and I know there are many more to come. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Well, thanks, Mark, for having me on, and, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll see each other on the roads running together. <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks, Dave. Uh, thanks, Mark. That's Dave McClintock. Coming up next, we'll tell you all about one runner's favorite race in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. This winter, participate in the biggest winter multi-sport event in the world, solo or in a team relay. Complete on a continuous basis the five disciplines of the pentathlon. Cycling, running, Nordic skiing, skating, and snowshoeing. Choose between 17 different challenges. There's one for you. The Pentathlon des Neiges of Quebec presented by MEC from February 22nd to March 1st on the Plains of Abraham in Quebec City. Be part of it. As Ben and I were discussing earlier, iRun recently reached out to the running community in Canada to ask people about their favorite events every year. And one of the people who responded was Doreen Cordero, who's going to tell us all about the Valley Harvest Marathon in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. She participates every year. Doreen, welcome to iRun Radio. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. So tell me a little bit about this event in Wolfville. How did you find out about it, and why do you keep running it every year? Mm-hmm. Well, I found out about it after I ran um, a half marathon in another race, and I spoke with a, a person that I worked with who was a runner, and he said, wow, you know, you liked uh, that race. Uh, you really need to check into the Valley Harvest. And uh, he said, you're going to, you know, you'd really like it. It's beautiful area. Um, the race itself is, is nice. It's not hilly. It's got what they call rolling terrain, which is really nice. And so I took him up on it. And I, I uh, registered for my first half marathon in 2008. And been uh, sticking with that one ever since. All right. And tell me a little bit about Wolfville, uh, the, the kind of place that it is. Oh, Wolfville's a really, it's a university town. They, um, Acadia University is there, and uh, it's sort of the whole town sort of is, is you know, circling that university. It, it's a beautiful university. The itself is, is gorgeous. It has big old homes there um it's um in the what we call the valley the annapolis valley um and it's very big agricultural center a lot of farms it's home to really the best wineries that nova scotia has many many wineries down there it's just a, a just a lovely lovely town and do you see a lot of the town and the area around it when you're running you do. You actually do. You run by all kinds of farms. You run by, um, you know, different uh, houses and streets. And, and, yeah, you get to see some really nice uh, farmland, horses out in the field. And once the, the, the race breaks up, once you get on your own, you know, once it, the, all the crowd breaks up and you're, I remember running 
through and all by myself. And there's a horse just right close to me as I'm running down the road. Like, it was just gorgeous. Wow. Sounds great. Yeah. And, and of course, a, a big part of what makes a race successful and what makes it appealing is the atmosphere and the people, the volunteers, the spectators. Tell us a bit about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. And, and, and the Valley Harvest has, has all that. They are so well organized. I believe this year was their 27th year having them. So, I, I, you know, they've been doing this for a while. They know what they're doing. Um, it's great. It's, you can come down and pick up your race kit the day before. You can pick it up the morning of. Um, they have a little expo as well inside the um, the university, uh, the, the the gym at the university. Um, they, it's, you just go in. You don't, you're not confused. You know exactly where to go. And the volunteers are just wonderful, really great. And the people cheer you on throughout the whole race. All the people down in that area, they're out there. There might only be one or two when you're going along because it is a farm and and they're they're not like a lot of houses together but they're they're out there they're cheering us on and it's uh, it's really nice atmosphere and i understand there's something for everyone in terms of distance at this event right absolutely there is um it, there's a, a kids um a little kids race i'm not sure i think it might be one or two kilometers then they have the five ten half full and they have an ultra marathon as well 50 kilometers okay wow and yeah. all of the races finish on the track at acadia university is that right they do they start and they finish on the track which is okay. really really nice especially coming in at the end i um you know of course you always get emotional at the end of the race and and uh you come in off the street and you go right on the track and that's when you start to hear the music and the people, and you're just bouncing on this track. And, uh, yeah, the finish line is right there. Yeah, and that, there is something special about that, isn't there? I've, I've finished a couple of races that wrap up on a high school or university track, and I don't know what it is, but uh, maybe it's because there's stands there and the spectators can be there, or just because it feels like a, uh, a, a professional event, uh, like an Olympics or something like that. It just, there is something special about that, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. And I remember the first time that I ran and, and, uh, we started in, in the track, you know, and it didn't, there was a lot of people and, uh, you know, you don't really think of too much, but once I was coming in, you know, at, during the finish and I, as soon as I stepped on the track, it was like, wow, look at this, you know, and, and I'm bouncing cause you know, the tracks are nice and I call them bouncy, you know, and then the people are there in the, in the stands and, you know, they're cheering you on and yeah, it, it really is special. So, Doreen, I want to hear a little bit more about you. How did you get into running, and why do you like it so much? Well, um, I I never started running until I was 50 years old. And uh, I, one of the reasons I started was my daughter got married, and I was looking at the video, and I thought, mm, you know, I don't look like I'm in very good shape. And I thought, i got to get out there and do some exercise. i got to get out there and walk. So that's when I said, okay, I'm going to go out. And I started walking and never thought about running until a couple people passed me as they were running. And I thought, 
you know what, that looks like something I could do. So I started and, you know, it was a run, walk, run, walk. I never really got into it. I remember the first time I could run um, like two or three kilometers without actually walking. And then it just, I just kept at it. And I just, I don't know, there was just something about it that I loved. I felt like I could do it and didn't, you know, I, I didn't feel bad. And, and I just kept running. And then I'm, I've just got hooked. I, you know, I just kept going. And I, when I first started running, I was running every day, running on the roads every day. I was running like um, my husband said, who runs like half marathon once a week? Like, you know, that's what I was doing. And, you know, so I just, I got it, the bug, I got addicted and, you know, I just can't stop. Yeah. So you really got into it, didn't you? Yeah, I really did. Yeah. I mean, I was going crazy there for a while, but. <laughs> and why do you like it so much? You know, it's really hard to say. I'm, you know, I've never been a real athletic person and I've never really done anything like that. And it's just something that I found, you know, I could do with ease. Like I've talked to a lot of people and they said, oh, I tried running. I, I don't like it. I hate it. I hurt. I get injured. I get, you know, and I'm like, gosh, you know, here I am. I'm out there. Once they get on the road, it just feels so good, so natural. Like I just keep going and and just, I like being by myself as well. I don't run with the group or with other people. And it, it's just time to, you know, just be with myself and, and just see what I can do. And you mentioned earlier that before you found out about this particular event, uh, you had done another one. And I, I know that's the that was the Johnny Miles event, right? Uh, Johnny Miles is yes. a legendary runner from Nova Scotia, and there's an annual event that's named after him. Tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, that was my first organized race, and um, it, I believe it happens around the Skellerton, New Glasgow area. Um, and I uh, signed up for it, and, you know, signed up. My first race was a half marathon. I never even thought about doing anything less. And um, the thing with Johnny Miles, and I haven't done it in, you know, since then, but I believe it's still the same today as it was then. You, it's loops. So the um, half marathon was two loops. So you, you run out and then you come back and you run back through where you started for, for two loops. And the full marathon is four loops. So some people, you know, think, ah, oh, you know, I do that four times, have to run four times, this, you know, that loop. But so that was kind of different. I'd never done that before. And um, and it was it was nice. It was uh, it had a nice route and uh, I really enjoyed it. And I can't remember my time, but I was, you know, I did pretty good. And, and uh, that got me on to races. Yeah. And what's next for you, Doreen? What do you have planned? Uh, my next my next race is uh, I I did the um, I actually did the Ottawa I uh, two years in a row this year and last year I did the Ottawa half which I loved and my next race that I've signed up for is the Resolution Run um, on New Year's Day. Okay, and do you have other yeah. big plans for for 2020? Have you figured out some other races you'd like to do? Uh, I well, I expect I'll do 
the Valley Harvest again, for sure. Right. And um, I like going up to Ottawa. My daughter and her husband and my grandsons live there. So we do the Ottawa half um, every year. So I expect I'll be back up there again this year or next year, I guess, in 2020. Right on. Well, I wish yeah. you all the best, Doreen. I, you, you have such a great enthusiasm for running, and it's great to hear your story of the Valley Harvest uh, Marathon and the other events that take place there. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome. It was my pleasure. I could talk for hours about <laughs> running. <laughs> That's Doreen Cordero. Coming up next, a group of women hit the road to do the Maritime Race Weekend. This winter, participate in the biggest winter multi-sport event in the world solo or in a team relay. Complete on a continuous basis the five disciplines of the pentathlon. Cycling, running, Nordic skiing, skating, and snowshoeing. Choose between 17 different challenges. There's one for you. The Pentathlon des Neiges of Quebec, presented by MEC from February 22nd to March 1st on the Plains of Abraham in Quebec City. Be part of it. Lori Schusterman is another runner who shared with us the story of her favorite event this year. In her case, it was the Maritime Race Weekend in the Halifax area, which included a race for pirates. We're going to tell you more about that. Lori participated this year with a group of runners that she trains with on a regular basis. Lori, welcome to iRun Radio. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoy being here, and I look forward to our discussion. So tell me what attracted you to the Maritime's Race Weekend. Well, I I actually thought about it today. Um, I was with one of the girls that I had traveled with, and I said, you know, I'm, I can't even really remember how this all started. And I think what happened was through social media, something popped up about the Maritimes Race Weekend and the um, activities that were there, the pirate run, et cetera, et cetera. And um, we had traveled a few times to Toronto over the last couple of years for various races and thought, oh, wouldn't it be great to do something different and get a big group together to go and try something completely different and experience um, a race that we hadn't run in before. And down in Nova Scotia, it was a great location, a short plane ride away, and eventually it all just came together and 10 of us traveled down there. We have a really neat group of women that run together from ages 27 to mid-60s and um, you know we share the love of running none of us are uh, are elite athletes although some of the youngsters uh, leave us in the dust but we go for the social and we thought this would be a great opportunity and one thing led to another and before we knew it we were all registered and on our way to Halifax. Right on and you know there's so many races that each have their unique character, but by and large, they're they're just races. Uh, they you know that they follow the same sort of formula and structure as other events. You know, a five k is a five k, a ten k is a ten k. But it seems like right. there really are a lot of unique elements to this event. And when I looked at some of the pictures you shared with us, uh, first of all, the pirate costumes. What's going on with that? Well, that's the fr- the Friday night event. So on Friday night. The whole townspeople get involved. It's a great little town, Fisherman's Cove, um, a short drive away from Halifax and Dartmouth. And um, everybody comes out. There are pirates everywhere. Everybody's in costume. And uh, they actually have a, a 
costume uh, contest to see who has the best contest or best costumes, which were posted post race, and um, so it's just an opportunity to take the kid out in you and dress up and go have fun, which we love to do. Our our group, we always try to find either unique T-shirts or. Things that are related to the event that we're participating in, and you know, Halifax. You, what what better uh, costume than a pirate? So <laughs> sure. we got right into it, and uh, there we were. And so, literally, the the route, the five k route on the Friday night, is lined with people from the town. All the kids come out. Some of them are all dressed in pirate costumes. It was great. It was really, really unique, unlike any other race I've participated in. Right on. And I gather that uh, most of you, if not all of you, did some combination of two events during the weekend, either the 5K and the half marathon or the 5K and the 10K. Is that right? That's right. That's right. And um, some of the younger girls did the the 5K and the half marathon. Um, One of our group, um, one of our oldest members of our group also took on the half marathon. A few of us were a little frightened. Um, They do warn you about the hills and they're not lying. They are really uh, large hills. And uh, so a few of us decided, you know, in addition to the runs, we also wanted to do some touring. So some of us uh, chose the 10K over the half marathon just so we'd have some legs left after it was over. But, (laughs) you know, if I was to do it again, I think I certainly give the half marathon a try and uh, do my best. And it sounds like there was a real kind of Atlantic Canadian maritime hospitality kind of feel to everything about this event. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. They had a kitchen party after the race. Um, It's really interesting because Fisherman's Cove is a very tiny little place. And the area where the race begins and ends is right in the actual little villages. So along the finish line, it's all rooted by... Um, little shops and um, a nice cream shop at the end, at the very end of the finish line. And so everybody sort of congregates in that one area. And then they had um, a band singing maritime music and uh, all sorts of odds and sods, pirates handing out medals. And it was great. The atmosphere was unlike anything. Um, some great restaurants right at the finish line on the Friday night. We actually, you know, we got there early because we were concerned about parking in this small town and uh, you could have dinner right before the race sitting right on the water and walk out and get in line and run a race so um, it, it just was amazing it really really was amazing and uh, I would highly recommend it to anybody who's interested in a run away from home and uh, this definitely will happen again in my lifetime for sure right on uh, so tell me more about this group of runners that you go to these events with. So it's an interesting group. Um, we had sort of a core group, which kept growing. There were about four or five of us that ran together um, in our 50s and 60s, and um, we added somebody who worked with one of us, a young lady, and 
invited her friend who invited her friend who invited her friend. So it's really an interesting group because the young people uh, get us going. We motivate them and encourage them along, and a lot of them started off barely running and now are doing half marathons and contemplating marathons. So it's an interesting combination of women. It's interesting because we all come from different backgrounds. And I actually had one person say to me at one point, you know, knowing each of you individually in any other context, I can't imagine you would all be friends. But what's happened is the running has brought us together and uh, you know, we've turned into this group which extends beyond running. We do all sorts of things together, and it's so nice. You know, we swim together in the summer up at Meach Lake, and, you know, some of them didn't swim when we started. So it's it's just, you know, gone from one thing to another. But it's a great group of women, and they keep us young, and we keep them on track. And maybe we can't party as hard as they do, but... Uh, they're, they're, it's it's just been wonderful. It's really a, a great group of women. Yeah, and it's it sounds like running is the common denominator, and that's what Absolutely. brings you together. And then you discover all these other things about these people and get to know them and, and start to share their lives more broadly than that. But running is kind of what united you in the first place. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me about some of the other places you've been together. Well, um, we've gone to Toronto, as I say, a number of times. The Lululemon 10K in the spring, I believe this is the fourth year coming up. We've done that every year, and um, that is one of, by far, also our favorite races. A little closer to home, but we make it, we go up on the train on Friday, and we run the race on Saturday, and spend all afternoon shopping and train home at the end of the day. Love that race. It's along the lake shore. It's beautiful. It's in the summer. It's early in the morning, which is really nice. I think the, the run is at 7 or 7.30 in the morning. So it gives you the whole day to do other things. And um, it's usually quite warm. It's in June. So, you know, starting early is great. But it's a lovely run. It ends at the exhibition grounds. And then they um, have a big party there, and then they send you back to the start line on school buses, which is great. So there's a little shuttle back. And um, in addition to that, we do Scotiabank Half Marathon. We've done that two or three times as well. Same same idea. The group goes and all pile down there on the train and participate and come home. Great run. So mm-hmm. this was our first step beyond Toronto right. was going to Halifax, and hopefully we find some other interesting races to go to uh, in the next year or two. And what does running mean for you, Lori? What does it what does it do for you personally? It keeps me sane. <laughs> I've been running since uh, oh gosh, probably 1984, and. Wow. Um, yeah, I've been running a long time, and um, I just love it. I just, the minute I stop, I go a little kooky, and uh, I need to get out. I just love it. I love it the minute I get out there. And we we run all winter long. No matter how cold it is, we're out there, and uh, sometimes maybe shorter runs. But we try to get out as best as we can, weather permitting. Last winter was not one of the best winters for that. But, um, you know, it just... It means everything to me. It's my go-to, if I can call it that. Yeah. 
Well, it's so great to hear your passion for running, and I really appreciate you sharing the story of the Maritimes Race Weekend with us. That's obviously one that other people have got to check out as well. I appreciate that recommendation from you. Thank you so much for joining us on iRun Radio. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That's Lori Schusterman of Ottawa. In the weeks ahead on iRun Radio, the incredible Morgan McKay, who's been competing internationally in major obstacle races, And we'll also talk to an athlete who recently competed in a 24-hour race. I hope you can join us next week on iRun Radio. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.